and welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast with me, Doug Hagan, again, episode number 503. If you're left, you just ain't right, my friends. Uh, and let's get this kicking. Let's look at Bill Gates, Mr. Microsoft, very, very, very rich man, probably a very intelligent man. So why does he have so many goofy, twisted, maybe even evil designs on uh, controlling mankind, controlling the behavior? Uh, he's a big climate cultist. Uh, but Moon Battery has a story about him. Uh, he is scheming. Apparently, he has a new vision to save the planet from, from climate change, global warming, whatever they're calling it this week. He's scheming to chop down and bury millions and millions and millions of trees, especially in the uh, western part of the United States. Uh, Dave Blunt at Moon Battery asks, Psychotic Malice, uh, Envire Moon Battery? At this point, there isn't any difference. Uh, Gates Organization, Breakthrough Energy, has plowed $6.6 million into the project uh, led by Kodama Systems. The move would see 70 million acres of forests, mostly in the western United States, cut down. After the trees have been chopped down, uh, they will be buried. Imagine how ugly that would look. 70 million acres of western forest just gone and don't trees don't they thrive on carbon dioxide don't they get carbon out of the out of the atmosphere and they they give off they exhale you might say oxygen right it's the old thing you learned in in science class in whatever grade that was seventh grade i can't remember specifically uh but the plants eat the carbon dioxide that we exhale and we breathe the oxygen in that uh, they exhale. It's a, it's a great uh, a great relationship there. So how do you help the climate change and climate uh, warming, global warming? How the hell would it help to take 70 million acres of trees out? I don't even know, know how to, to figure how many trees that would be. Now, after the trees have been chopped down, they would be buried. Again, I still don't follow. How's burying dead trees that were once alive, taking out carbon from the atmosphere, from the air, how does chopping them down and burying them help to reduce the carbon footprint of mankind somehow? How, how does that work exactly? Uh, according to the project organizers, scientists say that burying, burying trees can reduce global warming. How? How is what I want to know. Um, so trees now are the enemy of the climate, along with people, of course. Burying trees won't improve the weather, Dave Blunt notes, but it can make people rich without generating any wealth whatsoever. Thanks to government intervention in the economy via carbon offsets. You've heard that many times, I'm sure. Carbon offsets. Another scam, another scheme from the, uh, from the left to make leftists 
uh, rich. Uh, Slay News had this story as well. Frank Bergman uh, from the last day in August of twenty of this year, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, let's see if they have any more information. Um, Gates organization again Breakthrough Energy has spent six point six million into the project. Uh, the move would see 70 million acres of forest, mostly in the western U.S., cut down. Then the trees are buried. According to uh, project organizers, burying trees can reduce global warming. Again, how? Well, Kodama claims that burying the trees will prevent them from allegedly spewing carbon back into the air. The coordinators of the project are choosing to reap the saleable, uh, saleable carbon offsets by burying the biomass in dry and oxygen-free earthen vaults. Boy, that doesn't sound spooky. You go in the earthen vaults. You'll pay, you damn trees. Uh, that's my Klaus Schwab impersonation. Impressed? No. Well, whatever. Um, again, absolute insanity, my friends. Uh, according to Crossroads with Josh Phillips, he tweeted, Scientists say burying trees can reduce global warming as well. Uh, and Josh asked the question. He says, I don't know where they're finding these scientists. Uh, again, very, very interesting. It's like they'll make up anything, I believe, at this point just to make money. That's it. It's about power, control, and money. Uh, some rich people have a real problem with that. And to be fair, some poor people uh, or middle class people, even upwardly mobile people, if they became multi, multi, multi billionaires, they'd probably go kooky too. I don't think I would. I think I'd be the same guy. I really do. Let me see. Uh, what else we have here for Moon Battery? Now, there's another angle of this that Dave Blunt points out. Think what 70 million acres of lumber, because the trees will be lumber, couldn't be used as lumber, obviously. If you wipe them all out and bury them, there will be no lumber reap from this, will there? So think what 70 million acres of lumber could do for rising house prices. Rising to skyrocketing at a nuclear grade. But no doubt housing offends the climate too, in addition to being racist. As we have seen from their war on whales, there's no greater threat to the environment than environment bats. Because they're looking to get rich. They're not really looking to save the planet or save the uh, climate or to make things better. They're looking to pad their already big, fat, overstuffed wallets. But there is good news. This is not even the most sinister plan supported by Bill Gates. Crazy billionaire bastard, according to Moon Battery. He also wants to address the imaginary uh, crisis of climate fluctuation. That's somehow bad that climate could actually fluctuate. Uh, Bill Gates seems to believe that he can, he can uh, play chess with uh, Mother Nature and win. You can't beat Mother Nature, and you can't beat Father Time. That's just the way it goes. 
Um, again, he wants to address the imaginary crisis of climate fluctuation by reflecting the sun's life-giving rays back into outer space. See? It's like a big mirror and it'll just reflect back into space and yes, these people are crazy. Someone needs to infiltrate the next Davos confab and get the world to be, to Bill Gates, John Kerry, as John Effing Kerry to you. Have you ever shot yourself in the ass to get an award, a medal from the military? John Kerry did. Reporting for duty with two holes in my ass. Uh that the climate will be pleased if enough liberals simultaneously lick their own elbows. If we can keep our rulers harmlessly occupied, the forests will be safe. Again, this is absolute, well, moon battery is really the perfect word. Absolute net cases, my friends. Now, changing subject a bit here. We know that the teachers unions, they hate, private schools they hate charter schools they hate any school that will challenge their well their money grabbing power grabbing ways and as Dave blunt again with this story if there's one thing the head of the teachers union would know it is not to let your own kids anywhere near the public schools that they control and sure enough stacy davis gates is undoubtedly Illinois' most prominent and rabid opponent of school choice. In other words, letting parents use their the money they pay to, to taxes for schools to send their kid to a charter school or a private school. Uh, the left hates that idea. The teachers' union hates it because the teachers' union, uh, they got a good gig going on. They're making lots of money. They got lots of power, and they're not doing anything to earn it or to, to hold the trust to keep it. Uh, and the teachers' union, the sooner it goes away, the better. Uh, the par- the, frankly, the Department of Education needs to go bye-bye. Uh, again, Stacey Davis-Gates is undoubtedly Illinois' most prominent and rabid opponent of school choice, and pretty much everybody and everything associated with it, all of which she labels racist or worse as president of the Chicago Teachers' Union. Uh, she is at the forefront of its campaign to kill Illinois' meager Invest in Kids Act. Uh, this, this act currently gives about 9,000 disadvantaged kids scholarships to attend private schools. School choice, parents' choice. Uh, I talk about upwardly mobile. Talk about extending your hand and helping people pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. The union, which is left-wing, of course, because unions are, by definition, left-wing, they don't want that. Again, again, they've got, they're fat and happy with what they have, and they don't give a damn about anybody else. And school kids, they're no different. Parents' rights, no different. But as initially reported by Sub-X News, uh, Stacey Davis-Gates sends one of her kids to Chicago's De La Salle Institute, which is a private Catholic high school. So if you're in a teacher's union, you love public schools, you hate private schools, why would you not have your child in these blessed, wonderful public schools? I mean, that's the, that's the primo thing to go to, right? That's what you're fighting for. You don't want these other parents to be able to send their kids to 
the the uh, school you send your kid to, why wouldn't you want them in public schools? It's amazing. When someone prescribes something for you and then tells you they would never take it, you probably don't want to fill that prescription. You understand what I'm saying? I think you do, my friends. Uh, let me see. Now, she had this thing uh, called a webinar, and she had some words to say during the webinar. The common good strategy is a benefit for my leadership. Now, common good, think about communism for the common welfare, for the common good. It's very egalitarian, very left-wing, very communist. What it does is that it provides instant legitimacy for my experience at the coalition table. I am, I am a black woman. No one cares about that, by the way. Uh, Stacy, can I call you Stacy? I feel like we're friends now. Uh, I am a black woman and I am in labor. There ain't a lot of us leading at this level. I'm also a mother. My children go to Chicago to the Chicago Public School. Well, apparently not all your kids do. So you want to explain that, Stacy? You want to explain that, Stacy? I guess she's not hearing me. What a shocker. Uh, these are things that help to legitimize my space. I, I hate when the left says, This is my space. Get out of my space, you space invader. Uh, these are things that help legitimize my space which it, within the coalition, but also helps to amplify my voice as a leader in labor. Because a white dude whose kids go to school in the suburbs can't really have that same voice in the same way. Well, that's very racist and sexist of you, Stacy. Uh, you're not a very nice person, are you? You're, you're pretty much a money-grubbing greed monger who hates anything that doesn't make him money and give him more power. That would be my take. I could be wrong, but I seldom am, Stacy. I seldom am. I'm not asking other people to make a sacrifice that my family isn't making. So this is a very authentic place that I'm in. That's something a bullshit artist would say. That they're an, I'm in an authentic place and space, and you're not. So shut up. I am head of the teachers' union. Don't you know who I am? Oh, we know who you are, Stacy. As Dave Blunt notes, with authenticity like this, she belongs in the Biden administration. Uh, look out, Miguel Cardona. Stacy could be coming for your job, Maine. Could be. She's probably as crooked as M Miguel Carbona. But isn't that amazing? When you're preaching, preaching, preaching how great public schools are, you don't want any kid to go to any other school, but you send your child, at least one of them, to a private school? Huh. Hypocrisy. Thy name is Stacy. Now we're going to do the, the main story of the day, and it's, it's again, very disturbing topic. It is, I don't know if a topic more disturbing than pedophilia. I don't know if there's a more sick life form than a pedophile. I, I can honestly tell you, if you told me I was going to watch a video of 25 pedophiles, known pedophiles, get run over by a Mack truck going 80 miles an hour, I would clap at the end of that clip because pedophiles are evil people. And a lot of them know it. 
I know stories of pedophiles when their time came to be released, begging, begging, begging the judge, keep me in jail. I can't stop. I will kill a child. And that person, a few months after being released, killed a little girl. Even the pedophiles oftentimes know what they really are. Uh, but here we go. Uh, again, to Moon Battery, man, I ought to give Dave, Dave Blunt some money for this episode. We know what comes next after the LGBTification of children. Mainstream pedophilia. Liberal social, social engineers are not slowing down. A leading academic journal has published an article questioning the need for, listen closely, parents, guardians, grandparents, aunts, uncles, people who care about kids, teachers, Anyone who cares about children, listen very closely. A leading academic journal has published an article questioning the need for age of consent laws and claiming that discussions of youth sexuality are unjustly hindered by the cancel culture. How deep is that bullshit right there? Pretty deep. You better have hip waiters, my friends. Uh, cancel culture normally refers to the liberal establishment destroying people who are failing to comply with its ideology. Looks like the term is being repurposed like the term liberal, which once meant the opposite of what it means now. Liberals used to be the open-minded people. The people who wanted freedom of speech, freedom of association, things like that. Uh, the author is Marshall Burns. He's a physicist and a technology entrepreneur. He was involved in the development of the early computer industry and operates a website titled, tell me if this doesn't trigger, tell me if this doesn't send alarm bells to you right now. Uh, his website is titled Consenting Juveniles. Uh, he should have named it for himself, Sick Bastard. In his article, which was published in the Archive of Sexual Behavior, in June, entitled The Elephant in the Room, Your Sexuality, Youth Sexuality, rather. Uh, Burns argues that sexual relations between youths and adults is wrongfully seen as a contentious issue in society. I would like to lock you in a room with an angry father of a teenage girl. That's what I would like to do. Five minutes. Five minutes I would like to uh, lock this pervert in a room with uh, an angry father. Burns says he wants to protect children. Listen closely. So he's trying to protect kids from those who protect kids from sex. You get it? So if you're not having sex with kids, apparently, or allowing kids or facilitating kids having sex with adults, you're not really protecting kids according to this perverted freak of nature. I'm sorry, but dude, seriously. Seriously. Um, Burns argues against sexual relations, in his view, between youths and adults is wrongfully seen as a contentious issue in our evil society. Burns says he wants to protect children for those who want to protect them from sex. And as Dave Blunt sums up, so war is peace, freedom is slavery, rape is protection. Completely uh, morally contempt. Morally 
illiterate, morally retarded. I know some people get offended whenever I use the word retarded, but in this case it applies. Morally uh, demented and morally retarded, my friends. Dave Blunt adds, if people will believe that men are women, women are men, maybe they will buy the concept that children can be meaningfully, or that children can meaningfully consent to sex with adults. Burns was invited to present on the topic uh, Consenting Juveniles, listen to the full title, Consenting Juveniles, First-Hand Accounts of Sex for Fun or Love. Again, let me add, sick, freak, bastard. Uh, this was at a conference organized by the former Presidente of the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, Eli Coleman. I'd never heard of the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, known as WPATH or WPATH or Psychopath or some kind of path, a path that leads nowhere good, I tell you that. In Germany, the pedophilia push has moved beyond academia and LGBT NGOs into the media. Uh, the public radio station Deutschland Funk, known as DLF, uh, aired the episode on July 26, titled Under Control, How Pedophiles Live with Their Addiction. Pedophiles are victims of addiction, apparently. Victims come first to the egalitarian left, I guess. The rest of us must bow before them, Dave Blunt notes. And Dave Blunt doesn't mean that, and I know he doesn't, and I don't either. Uh, because if you're defending sex with kids, you can go burn in hell, quite frankly. Uh, here's a piece from uh, our little quote here. They profiled a pedophile going under the name Max. Uh, who defined pedophilia as, quote, sexual preference that deviates from the norm. It also could be described as sexual preference that deviates from decency, from good, and in fact is just plain evil and wrong and should be illegal and should be punishable by death, frankly. Again, you do that with a child, just like in uh, the state of Florida. Who's the governor of Florida? Oh, Ron DeSantis. He's actually outlawed pedophilia. If you kill a kid, if you victimize a child, rather, a pedophile, you can get the old... Uh, they don't do the electric chair in Florida anymore. I'm sure they do lethal injection or something. I don't know why they don't just save money and buy a decent 9 millimeter and a lot of shells. Okay, one bullet. Done. See, bye. There's a hole. Go chunk the piece of garbage in the hole. Cover it up. Uh, everybody can line up and piss on it. It's a pedophile grave. Okay, it doesn't really count. Um, again, this pedophile going under the name of Max defines pedophilia as a sexual preference that deviates from the norm and justifies his pedophilia by saying that heterosexual males do not attack every woman that they find attractive. What? So, what he's saying is that because pedophiles don't victimize every child and attack and victimize every child, then pedophilia is just like being a heterosexual male. Really? 
This guy's got more mental problems than I can even begin to describe. He's got more wrong with his brain than Biden does. Obscenely sick. And I'm not accusing Biden of being a pedophile, by the way. Please don't misunderstand me. But Biden's mind clearly is not right. Probably something to do with senior citizenship. Probably not his fault. Uh, but uh, this guy's a pedophile and apparently proud of it. And some people on the left apparently think it's okay. Because if heterosexual males don't attack every woman, that's the same as a pedophile not attacking every child. Sick. You see, children will be safe, Dave Blunt adds, even after the degenerate ruling class mainstreams pedophilia the way it mainstreamed homosexuality. Mostly safe anyway. And let me add, most homosexuals don't attack people. I don't really care if you're gay. In fact, I don't care at all. Uh, have I ever had a really close gay friend? Uh, no. Have I had a lot of really close friends in my life? Probably not. I mean, really close as I define like someone you can really trust. I've known a lot of people I thought I could trust. Oh, uh, but that damn thing they keep sticking in my back. It feels kind of sharp. It might be a knife. But uh, I, I've never had close homosexual friends. Uh, I've known some homosexual people that were great workers, great employees. I was their boss. I worked with them. And they were awesome. They were great. I used to work with a, uh, as a bartender, I used to work with this one lesbian waitress. I'm sorry, server, and uh, at the airport, and and she would kind of be say, "Hey, Doug, check this chick out. She's walking this way, right, right." And it'd be this really hot woman walking by in business attire, which I'm a sucker for. Uh, but this this lesbian would point out the hot women to me, and we had very similar tastes in women. Uh, but she was she was very cool, very intelligent. Loved to talk to her. A hard worker. I wouldn't. Again, why she was lesbian, I don't know, and I don't care. It ain't my business. But uh, it was fun to work with her. Same with some gay people. Used to work with a guy named Max, and he was he was gay. But uh, I remember a Saturday out on the, the patio overlooking that one of the, some of the streets in downtown Dallas. And he calls me over, he goes, and there were three or four guys just being very uh, flamboyant. Uh, obviously gay men. And he goes, look at those queens. And I like, I mean, queers is what he said. He goes, look at those queens. I mean, queers. And I, I kind of looked at him because I knew he was gay. And he goes, hey, man, I may be gay, but I ain't no queer. <laughs> I said, all right, man, that's cool. Uh, because I guess he had his own version. But I don't have a problem with homosexual people. Most homosexual people are, are like most any people. Even Pentecostals. Well, they probably don't handle snakes and stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Mostly are harmless. Pedophiles are different. Pedophiles, I believe, are exceedingly dangerous uh, because the compulsion they have, it harms the most innocent life we have on earth. And that makes me very angry. So anytime someone defends it or tries to defend it, it, it really... As the expression of a family used to be, that burns me up. I don't hear people say that anymore. But literally, that's what I feel. Um, now, also from this, at least Day Blunt notes, they did offer a glimpse of the mentality of pedophiles. 
the quote is uh, from a pedophile referred to as Franz on this pro- broadcast I've been referencing. Uh, Franz says, I want to dominate. It's like omnipotence to destroy the child, to have power over the child, to humiliate and, tor- and torment them all, and sadistic stuff like that. Uh, again, said a pedophile referred to as Franz or Franz on the pod on the broadcast. See this guy? I don't know if he's trying to impress somebody, the other pedophiles. I but that's sick. That's evil. That's twisted. That cannot be tolerated on any level. They really can't. It just can't. Now back to the mainstreaming. A mother named Anna was profiled uh, who allows a pedophile named Pascal to look after her children. Using alleged sexism, she has experienced in her life as an excuse to allow this predator to have access to her kids. Understand pedophiles. It's a very powerful addiction from what I understand. It's a very strong pull. And many pedophiles violate children in despicable, horrible, and sometimes murderous ways. So why would any person allow a known pedophile to be near their kids? Seriously, how could you do that? I don't know of anybody that I've ever known in my life that wouldn't be absolutely revolted at that. That that very notion. Uh Pascal admitted to becoming sexually aroused when viewing Anna's children at home in the nude. Okay, why are you letting this person near your kids, Anna? For God's sakes, Pascal, don't need to be around your kids. I mean, that should be... Keeping Pascal away from your kids should be the easiest decision any parent's ever made in any situation. Again, this is, I don't know what it's akin to. Finding a raccoon you have outside or a fox that's rabid and dragging it inside with your three kids or four kids and letting them play with a rabid fox, knowing that the fox is going to bite all the kids. You know it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know how to explain how angry this makes me. I'm sure it makes you equally angry hearing about it. Uh, But Pascal does not need to be around your kids uh, there. Really, I I don't understand at all. Now, a leading academic journal has published a paper claiming that sexual relations between youths and adults are not harmful. Uh, Bullshit is how it would... uh, Geneve Gluck of uh, Redux, Feminist News and Opinion, has this piece out. It came out at the end of August, uh, so about a week ago. A leading academic journal published an article questioning the need for age and consent laws, claiming that discussions of youth sexuality are unjustly hindered by cancel culture. We know kids, right? I've been a teenager. You've probably been a teenager. Okay, we know. Teenagers go through rough times of puberty and desire and lust and all those other things. But they're children still. Okay? And there's a massive difference between a 16, 17-year-old 
dating a 17 or 18 or 19 year old. There's a huge gap there. You know, 18 and, and 16, pretty close in age, but that can be a, a significant gap. But there's a big difference in an 18 or 19 year old dating your 17 year old or your 16 year old uh, than a 35 year old dating your teenager or your 42 year old. And especially, again, if it's a man who, who has already said there, they have uh, how desires that run to the pedophile side of the tracks, I guess. I don't know how, I don't know how you address perversions like that. Uh, truly sick, my friends. Uh, in his article, which was published by the Archives of Sexual Behavior in June and was titled The Elephant in the Room, Youth Sexuality, uh, Marshall Burns, the author, argues that sexual relations between youths and adults is wrongfully seen as, con as a contentious issue in society. You're damn right, Marshall, and it should be contentious. And defending it in any way is... Marshall, you're on the wrong road, my friend. You are on a really wrong road. You need help. If you don't see the problem of adults and children, you know, doing that kind of stuff, I, I don't know what to say for you. You need prayer. You need therapy. You need help. You need something. And you damn sure need to stay away from the kids. It ignores the elephant in the room, he writes, youth sexuality, and in particular discussions of sexual relations between youths and adults. So, no, we don't. Some things are wrong, Marshall. They're just wrong. Uh, theft. Harming people. Uh, stealing from people. Those things are just wrong. And adults and children do not need to be having sex. Period. Ever. End of sentence. End of discussion. For God's sakes... Uh, for God's sakes, Mr. Uh, Mr. Marshall Burns, to have you no moral compass in your body at all? It ignores the elephant in the room, he says. Uh, Burns presents a selection of previous academic publications alongside reactions in order to highlight what he portrays as examples of cancel culture in action. The first incident he provides describes criticism level against Dutch-American Columbia-affiliated academic and LGBT activist Theo Sanford, who, Burns says, found that sexual relationships between adults and minors are mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. How about always harmless? Always wrong. How about that? I think we should go with that definition. Uh, because adults and minors, no. No. We all know what we're talking about. We're talking about child molestation, pedophilia, is evil, period. I don't know of anybody left or right that I've ever known that would, would argue with that point. Uh, prior to relocating to Columbia University, Theo Sanford received a PhD in clinical psychology from Utrecht University in the Netherlands. Those damn freaky deaky Dutch. He was also the chairman of the Interfaculty Department of Lesbian and Gay Studies at Utrecht University 
and director of the research program, which was entitled Diversity, Lifestyles, and Health at the Netherlands Institute of, Sex, of Social Sexological Research. Again, I, how does this even get funded? How does it become part of a curriculum at a, at a university? Seriously. Again, I, I'm really at a loss for words. Uh, let me see. Sanford served as president of the International Academy of Sex Research and the Dutch Society of Sexology and was a fellow with the American Psychological Association. In 2008, he received the John Money Award from the Society of the Scientific Study of Sexuality for his work. Uh, psychiatrist, the psychiatrist was also listed as an editorial board member of an academic pro-pedophilia journal called Pedica, I believe is how you pronounce it. A pro-pedophilia journal. He was the a board member, editorial board member. So I'm thinking maybe uh, Burns here, maybe uh, Marshall Burns had some desires that he shouldn't have had. I'm not accusing, but I mean, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck's and, you know, you know, the rest. Um, that uh, journal, the Padica, was printed from 87 to 1995. The 93 and 94 magazines featured his research on the sexual experiences of children. See, people get very upset when you combine sex and children. Because we understand they're children. And the left can't seem to leave them the hell alone and let them be children. You know why I hate the left? Things like that. They really can't let kids be kids. It's all about indoctrination, screwing them up one way or the other. It is truly evil, my friends. Uh, Sanford had a 1988 paper and dissertation. It was entitled The Importance of the Experience about Sexual Contracts in Early Childhood and Sexual Behavior and Experience Later in Life. Uh, that is cited by Burns as evidence that adult-child sexual interactions can be beneficial. No, they can't. I'm sorry. In fact, I'm not sorry. I shouldn't be sorry. According to Burns, in the wake of widely publicized criminal of a publi, widely publicized criminal case involving the pedophilic abductions and murders of children in Belgium in 1996, Sanford began to receive death threats and went into hiding on recommendation from the police. However, Burns, he forgot to mention some stuff. Like for his research, Sanford had reportedly recruited men from among members of the multitude of pedophilia lobbying groups in the Netherlands at the time. If you're in a pedophilia lobbying group, I'm not thinking you're a very worthy person. Just my opinion. I bet you share it. Uh, why, uh, wrote Sanford, why should pedophiles, just as other humans with deviant sexual preferences, not have the right to express their sexual desires? Uh, that's what Sanford wrote while condemning as moral dictator the feminist movement for its stance against child sex abuse and pornography. Well, anybody who is against child sexual abuse and pornography for children 
absolutely that I'm on their damn side. I don't know whose side you're on there, Marshall, um, uh, Mr. Sanford, but uh, I get it. I, I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I do not get it. Um, according to Dutch sociologist, former professor at the University of Amsterdam and pro-pedophilia academic Gert Heckma, another evil bastard. Again, you're pro-pedophilia, then you're a sorry bastard. Okay? Let's be clear. Uh, Sanford's dissertation concluded that voluntary sexual contacts of, a, of youngsters before they turned 16 years with adults had in general a positive influence on their later sexual life. Oh, God. I, my stomach is turning as I'm reading this. I want you to know that. Uh, they learned from these relations and were content with them. They were less afraid for sex and liked lust better. I don't think we should should uh, be doing anything with kids, teenagers, that encourage them to have sex with adults. Again, under 16 years of age are the people that were studied, so 15 and younger. Again, is, is it that hard to see how evil this is? Uh, pedophiles are real. Pedophilia is real. Uh, kids are in danger. And parents have every right to ask questions and demand justice uh, from their, their state and local governments to punish these people and never, ever let someone convicted of pedophilia out of prison. Period. End of sentence. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a Governor DeSantis. Executions should be what pedophiles who violate children, that should happen to pedophiles who violate children. I'll be very clear. I don't think there's, I, I don't think there should be a line of, of demarcation between people who say they're a danger, they're always going to be a danger, and they're a risk, and they're always going to be a risk. And children are too precious and too innocent to allow themselves to be victimized and have their whole lives ruined. I can't even imagine what victims of these sorry bastards have to go through. And that's it for me, my friends. I was going to go on and could go on, but cut it a little short. Very heavy topic and very, very disgusting topic, quite frankly. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to imagine. Um, and you, it, being a parent is tough. Watch your kids. My advice would be don't let them start dating too young. And, I mean, you, you get the issues if, if your 16-year-old daughter is a junior and she brings a senior in high school who's 18. Do you say, no, you can't date him or he seems like a nice guy? I guess maybe you invite him over, get to know him some. Uh, again, I don't. that's your decision as a, as a parent. But it, it gets tough. You know, kids grow up. We understand that. We understand that boys are going to like girls eventually. Girls are going to like boys. And uh, they're going to want to date. And then they're going to want to kiss. And then they're going to want other things. And it's, it's a natural part of growing up. But there's nothing natural about adults and kids. Nothing, nothing good about that. In fact, it is just plain evil. And I think we can agree on that. Now, I'll be back tomorrow, my friends. Thank you for listening.
if you want to support the Delegator Thought, a Delegator Daily Thought podcast, and the Delegator.net, the blog that started it all. Uh, please just hit the button on Spotify that says support this podcast and you can become a contributor. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate your time. And any suggestions, gripes, praise, anything like that, uh, please feel free to contact me. Just leave a comment at the Daily Gator uh, or leave us uh, one on Spotify either way. And this podcast can be heard on iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts. I looked not long ago and Apple was the number one spot I was getting hit, hits on. I haven't looked in a while. Uh, but all the usual places you find podcasts. Uh, and thanks to all of them for providing the access. Uh, again, suggestions, attaboys, all shits, always welcome. God bless y'all. Be good. Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And peace out.